0: On this episode of Don't Panic, we've got a lot of tech news to discuss, including Apple. Might they get into the virtual reality game? We also talk about LG. Not quite convinced you're ready to pay for your phone. We're going to talk about PS4 versus Xbox One, more in-app purchase providers, and some really fun picks I think you're going to enjoy. Stick around because Don't Panic starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 119, recorded February 1st, 2016. On Wireless Plus, in-app apps, and OWLs on the Vine. Hello everybody and welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, your 2016 election headquarters now running on 100% Iowa corn-based ethanol. I'm Sean Jennings, joined by the Anderson Cooper and Wolf Blitzer of technology. Um, uh, two men who will who will pick winners on all sides, Dan Miller and Colby Rabideau. Sirs, <laughs> how are we doing this caucus eve?
1: I hope I'm Wolf Blitzer. I like that guy's hair. <laughs>
0: Actually, glasses. if I had to decide, I probably would go that split. Mostly because you got the I guess beard going. I do have the beard. You got yeah. the beard going. Yeah. And and Dan Miller <laughs> kind of you... has Anderson Cooper hair going if it were just a little whiter. Mm-hmm.
2: That's true. I just need to be around a little bit longer. Uh it's not caucus Eve. It's caucus day, right? That's
0: right. Yesterday would have been Caucus Eve, yes. Indeed. It is the caucus <laughs> happening now. Um This show has yet to endorse a candidate, though, if anyone wants to um, maybe grease our palms a little bit for an endorsement, we're happy to do it. We take all super PAC money. Is that is is that is that that legal? No, God, no, it's horribly illegal. But in the in the age of untraceable campaign contribute, I assume it is. If it's legal, that's very concerning. I think it's just more like wink, wink favors than it is actual cash. We take cash in unmarked bills in briefcases. On yes. the show, because we have morals. So how are uh, how are you folks? Don't this panic.
1: Week? Making America great <laughs> Making again. Making America great again.
0: <laughs> yes, all we need are the trucker hats. Uh, that's what we're missing. So what's uh, what's going on with uh, with you guys this week?
1: Well, I got this sweet new microphone boom.
0: Yeah, look so. at that thing. Boom.
1: boom.
0: That is sweet. You got the uh, you got the pop filter. Your peas yeah. are going to sound good. So, so, I'm the Sean, only one who has like a really shitty yeah.
1: microphone set up now. <laughs> Dan, I was, I was telling Sean before you signed on, it reminds, because I have the blue snowball like round microphone, it reminds me of the the like microphone arm that comes out of the door at Jabba's Palace. Yes. In Return of the Jedi. That's, that's all. I, as soon as I put it on, I was like, oh my God.
0: <laughs> if there's ever reason to watch the video version, you got to check out Colby's sweet <laughs> Mike.
1: I wish it was more in screen, but yeah, it's, it's not.
0: Probably sure. until you get a bigger apartment, we won't get as wide of a view.
1: Yeah. Um, Sorry. Right.
0: But that's exciting. You sound good. Sound crisp. Nice. That's exciting. Dan, anything I going like on? I like
2: my Colby.
1: Crisp.
0: <laughs> crisp. Fresh. cool, and
2: crisp. And as refreshing. the fall
0: air. <laughs> mm. like,
2: like, like a Boston Harbor breeze.
0: Colby, get some um man we'll show for anybody won't we uh dan what's uh what's going on with you anything uh anything exciting hmm. no i don't think anything
2: terribly exciting i did I, I saw a lot of music this weekend that was exciting my pick is music related nice uh making your dreams all come the snow true is gone my. yeah that's all good the snow is gone is it no it's not good sean it's oh. not good here
0: well i'm sorry were you gonna go skiing down fifth avenue or something I
2: would have liked to like <laughs> here if you're if if it's going to be cold and not snow, then that's terrible, but mm-hmm. at this point it's not cold and it's not snowing, so I figure you might as well just make it summer now, like what is it gonna be early spring for the next five months?
0: Well, you know, Dan, you know what tomorrow is. What tomorrow's Groundhog's Day, so we're gonna see if Puxatani Phil sees a shadow, ah, and that will determine how much uh, winter is left. That's yeah, su- that's Donald just science. Donald Trump has
2: overshadowed Puxatani Phil.
0: <laughs> I didn't even know all that's, this. Trump that is a, was around. a fantastic way to put it.
2: <laughs> that's yeah, that's a good treat. The real tragedy of Donald Trump's new fame is Puxatani Phil.
0: Yep. Yep. And for me, the real shame of Groundhog's Day is why I don't get it off as a holiday at work. But I try to complain, and they don't listen to me. I'm like, it's definitely a holiday. It is a thing. Look at it. It's on a calendar. No. No dice. <laughs> Gotta work tomorrow. What a shame. Yep. But that's good. Um what about you?
2: Anything new there in uh, middle, middle uh, Massachusetts? Middle
0: America? Represent the blue collar worker? No. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah, de- when do you get your caucus? And de-
0: depressed economies. Um, yeah, no. Um, you know, I'll I'll jump in here because I have two picks this week, but I'll do one now, guys. I picked up at the market cinnamon bun Oreos. Look at look at this oh, nonsense! Whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. Snap! Look at what? look at this. I, I, I did see that in
0: the show notes.
2: I hope I it's not too loud for to the make...
0: folks at home.
2: You got to hold it right up to the microphone because then they get the auditory experience. You get it.
0: Well, when I bite into it, but you can see here, I'll put it up to the camera for the folks at home. It's a white cookie. Um, and it's it's a cinnamon cookie with mm. icing in the middle, in the little middle part. And. Uh... <laughs> How's that oh. for an audio experience? Yeah, that <laughs>
2: the look of. Yeah, you look like you're really enjoying that. Now, now is Oreos sponsoring the show, right?
0: God, please send me a <laughs> pallet of Oreos, and I will talk about how great... are. To be honest, I am not a big Oreo fan in general. Uh-huh. These are... if you like... They taste just like cinnamon buns. Like, if you like cinnamon and icing, mm-hmm. oh, these are very good. So Sounds this is pretty
1: good, actually. This is half yeah. my
0: pick this week. Go to your local market and pick up cinnamon <laughs> bun Oreos for a limited time only. Um, They're good. Best in milk. As Oreos should be eaten. Don't don't let the man fool you. Gotta do an Don't let him fool you. Don't let him fool you. That is now I think the probably the third time I've eaten dessert on the show. Really? I definitely did the Boston cream pie for our hundredth episode. And I think wasn't there a thing? <laughs> I
2: don't remember this. I've done it. I need l- to start eating more things on the show. Well
0: I do it a lot before you guys show up. Because I'll snack sure. on something in the evening. Mm-hmm. So tonight I've just got ginger Shady. beer Some nice crisp Krabbies Ah
2: Krabbies yes
0: I saw it at the liquor store and I'm like I gotta buy it <laughs> <laughs> Haven't had it in so yeah. long
2: Yeah, Keep an eye out for Hollows and Fentiman's alcoholic ginger beer
0: Mm, that sounds good I,
2: you know, I actually have one in the refrigerator
1: I'm saving for a special occasion Mmm I, I had to, Today after work I had a cocktail for the first time In like two weeks because I've been so sick it felt amazing.
0: <laughs> I bet. That, that's messing right there.
1: Drinking is the best. I think that's 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 the moral of this story.
0: And <laughs> if we can end on our, our free-form discussion on that note, I think we've done a good service to the people of this great nation. <laughs> um, I want to quickly remind everybody that uh, you should check out our website, don'tpanic.io. We have all the links to all the everything there. I'll namely point out a couple things. One, at Don't Panic Show on Twitter, you should follow us. Twitch.tv slash Don't Panic Show. We're live right now, if it's Monday night at 10, 16 p.m. Um, <laughs> otherwise, we're not, but... You should definitely go there Monday night, starting at 10, because we stream the show and we'll chat with you in the chat room. It's a lot of fun. You should join us there. Um, and of course, definitely subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher and VRSS and on all the major apps. We're everywhere. So subscribe. That way you get the episodes as soon as they're available. And of course, on YouTube now, our, our, we got a new graphics package. We're looking great in, in HD. Um, that's a lot of fun to watch. You can see Colby's new, uh, you know, HAL 3000 mic he's got going there. So oh, yeah, check that out. Um... Why don't we dig into a little bit of news here, uh, gentlemen, and we can start. We've got uh, virtual reality stories. We've got video game stories. We've got uh, software stories. We've got hardware stories. We've got more stories than a library. So where would you guys like to begin? Oh, man. Mm -hmm.
2: Finally have stories. Can you talk about the gigabit internet?
0: We sure can. Oh, this my is, God. Yes. This is a bit of a technical story, and I, I wasn't going to put this in. I was on the mm. fence, mm. and then I saw their launch city was Boston, and I'm like, another thing Boston. we've got to get Colby to do on behalf of the show.
1: No. I I would, So I saw this the other day, uh, and I'm planning on doing it independently of, of Don't Panic. One, because I've well, had relatively positive experiences with microwave internet before, Um <laughs> And two, because there's nothing I hate more than Comcast. And if I had, if I could get internet some other way, I would not have to have Comcast. In addition to the fact that this is probably faster internet than I get from Comcast, mm-hmm. so. or I mean, it, it, it they claim it is faster than than what I get. I don't know how much it would cost for the internet. I don't think that's been said. No, but uh, I. I to screw over Comcast, there is no price, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would, I would absolutely pay more than Priceless. what I pay now for for to be free of their ugh, tyranny.
0: Well, let's check this out. Startup called Starry, S-T-A-R-R-Y, um, from the folks who brought you the short-lived Aereo, um, have a new uh, technology they're going to bring to you: uh, short-range wireless internet. So the way it works and this is highly technical, so I know I'm not going to do it justice, but just hang with me. Um, It uses high-speed internet using millimeter waves, very short waves. They don't travel far, and they're not good at penetrating obstacles. This means you'll have a lot of antennas all over the place. It's more mesh style, right? So you'll have a lot of small antennas rather than one big, you know, broadcasting antennas. But because it is so short wave, they can get very high speeds. They say it's going to be up to a gigabit um, in terms of the speed. Um, they say it's a mix of technologies based on some of the stuff they learned doing Aereo. Uh, but apparently they figured out a way to steer the signal using tiny antennas that can increase power and accuracy. Um, they say they've got some really cutting-edge stuff here. Now, it will means you'll have to have antennas outside of your window or on your roof or somewhere in the vicinity of where you live um, pretty close. Um, and it'll be interesting to see exactly how this works. Uh, as we mentioned, it is launching first in Boston. The hub itself, so they have a hardware hub you'll have to buy, kind of like a router um, in a way. Uh, and it will retail for $349.99. Um, they have not said what the internet service will cost, but that there will be no contracts or data caps. Sales will start February 5th uh, with deliveries beginning in March. You can pre-order now on Amazon, um, and they plan to launch additional cities throughout this year. Cool. So is this, so So to, to, to put it in the form of a question, is this uh, a startup, uh, tech nonsense talk or is this uh, a future technology we can get excited about? I mean,
1: so like I said, I, I did have, when I was in San Francisco, I think I picked it on the show. Like we had basically what this is. Um, this is prom. this, it seems to be promising like way more than, than what we had. We had like, I don't know, it was like 25 megabits and you had to have like Uh, An antenna on your roof that had line of sight to the places like their like distribution antenna, Um, which we happen to have that where we lived in San Francisco. uh, So it worked out great. Um, But again, it wasn't as fast as Starry is claiming to be. Uh, There was also that like line of sight limitation, which I don't I don't know if if that is a requirement that the technical details uh, on Starry are pretty light.
2: Well, I uh-huh. think it that would be a requirement or you would need to have a lot of other antennas in between yeah. you and the source mm-hmm. to carry the signal.
0: Yeah, cuz it doesn't travel right. through
1: buildings. Well, I right? mean, I I got if you read through their website, I think that's the idea. They have a bunch of they they have a bunch of these like repeater things. Uh, I forget what they're called, but the, the the implication seems to be that those things will be located all over the place. Um, yep. and then your the antenna that you stick in your window is also uh also acts as like a, a a repeater too um so so like Sean said, it is kind of like a mesh network sort of thing.
0: yeah, well, and yeah, keep going but
1: yeah so so it's it's not um that that's not how the the service I had that worked. There was like one. Like distribution point, and you your antenna had to see the the source of everything um, which was fine again because we were we were in sight and we had a roof that we could put an antenna on um, but I don't know like I don't know how it'll be here they I guess they're they're talking a big game, so i I'm a bit skeptical, but I remain uh like tentatively optimistic. Mostly because this is something I would really love to have. Um,
2: And I think that what they're trying to say is that you don't need a big government or industry uh, investment to get this off the ground. But you don't need a non-zero investment either. You're going to be putting a lot of these more than cell phone towers. More than cell phone towers. Like in New York, you would need one on every building. On every building. Just like in Manhattan. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a lot. That's a lot of money. Still, it's maybe not as much money as tearing up the street.
1: Uh, By the way, not not as much money as tearing up the street, and it's not disruptive. Um, and there's no well, I'm I'm sure there's like less politics involved, right? Like getting getting that's I mean the reason that Comcast is the only only provider in Boston is that they like just don't let other providers do it because it's a huge pain in the ass mostly, right? Um.
2: Uh what was i gonna say uh da, 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 da. oh this weekend uh on saturday i woke up sharply at seven fifty in the morning uh because i suspect a couple minutes early uh there's suddenly a lot of jackhammering going on outside for hours and i was like what what is so i went outside eventually and i looked and have you heard these stories about how they're replacing the telephone booths in New York with uh, Wi-Fi hotspots? Yeah. So oh, so they they were doing this and they were tearing up the street and running lines between the telephone booths, which seems insane. Like, Ooh. first of all, that's a lot of money, and and yeah. also, who's going to use these things? Like. Wi-Fi doesn't work really well as you travel between them, as me walking through the office can attest on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, uh, especially if you're trying to do something like watch a video or listen to music. Uh, so, and I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. Plus, I thought it was going to be a cheap thing to do, but it looks like it's a pretty expensive thing to do. So I don't. I don't get where all this money is coming from to do that. But in a place like New York, or maybe maybe the next time we build a city, we should make it such that you can just go underground and there's just, like, giant, like, train-sized caverns for you to put all your wires and your pipes and shit.
0: Well, you're describing Disneyland. That's exactly yeah. what they did when they built Disney is they ra- they bumped it up by like, uh, I think it was two stories and built a giant underground. I mean, all the trash chutes suck themselves out of the trash cans. I mean, it's it's an entire underground wow. city under it. It's it's cool. Oh, yeah, I've been underground Disney. I did not know that. Yes. That's awesome. I'm sure it's not as much fun the, as the top part of Disney. do man.
2: They, they have a university. They have an accredited university underneath Disney World. Uh, so, cause college students will work there over the summer and then while they're working there, they can get college credits taking summer classes. Uh, and I saw, uh, Mickey with his head off smoking. That was
1: cool. Nice. Fantastic. That's it. So I've never been to Disney. Uh, but if I did go, I would want to see that and I'm not particularly <laughs> interested. Like, in I don't want to see the
0: rides. I want to see the cool behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. I like it.
2: You've never been to Disney, no. Oh. Sean, have you been to Disney?
0: I went to Disney in '96. I was five years old, and I remember almost none of it. So right. don't 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 count me in. Yes. They just the week the week I was there, they opened Test Track. That was the big hot uh, new ride. Right, right, right. Uh, so it was it was it was pretty far back, and I was such oh man. and My family will tell you I was these days. I'm like a big roller coaster guy. Like I'll go on all of them. I was the biggest wimp ever. I wouldn't go on, of course, I was five, but even like the mild <laughs> rides, I would not go near. And my family hated yeah. it because because someone had to sit out with me. Um, uh-huh. Even my younger brother would go on them, and I wouldn't. So um, thankfully, I've learned the error of my ways.
2: <laughs> I was the same way, for sure. Anyways, down underneath Disney is, is a wild ride. But we should have that. So then there's no, you don't need to worry about how you're going to get cables a certain way. Now you need new cables or mm-hmm. whatever. Also, I assume that these telephone booths were connected to some sort of network somewhere, and that's yeah. how I thought they were going to do it. Just, I guess you still need to tear up the ground. But if you need to tear up the ground to change a wire, that seems like a huge maintenance cost.
0: I, but- I- I agree. I, the, the, the promise of this is outstanding. And the, the worst part about ISPs is the fact that they own the wire that comes into your house, right? You, you don't have a choice because they own the physical hardware that gives them that monopoly. And the great thing about airwaves is hypothetically, and I say hypothetically very importantly because it's not always the case, but hypothetically, anyone can use the airwaves. So I think the promise is super outstanding. My concern is, and I think you both hit on it, is scale. This, this, as described, is a startup that requires scale. It requires you and your neighbors and your friends and all the buildings and the people down the street to all have these antennas sticking out everywhere for it to work. And if that were the case, great. But my concern is that, you know, it's a, it's a startup. Aereo never got scale. Um, and, and I just wonder if, if this company can do it. And that's why I'm curious, Colby, if someone like yourself... As an early adopter, what the speeds are like and what the connection is like, and can they hit that hit the gigabit speed reliably without having a thousand of these?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm I, you know, I don't even know if it'll be in my part of Boston. Right. Like I suspect they'll probably be doing it in like a denser part of the city than I live in. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, because um, you live in the real uh, the real rural part of Boston.
1: I mean, it's not rural, but I live in the you know four, three, four, five story building part yep. of Boston, not like the downtown, um, you know, many story. Well, I wonder of Boston. if where you live maybe would be a better case. Possibly, yeah. I mean, it's I guess it's it's trade offs, right? Like where I live, it it there's more. I mean, there's less, probably less volume, right? Like mm-hmm. there's less people, so you need less. Um, you probably need fewer fewer access points and fewer of these like repeater things, uh, to get, a, a, an adequate amount of, of bandwidth there. If, if that's even, I don't even know if, if bandwidth is constrained by the number of access, I don't know. Uh, but at the same time, there are also less people to like possibly be early adopters of this thing. So, um, perhaps getting, getting, uh, I don't know, getting getting enough like critical mass would be more challenging out here. But I'm I'm interested to see how it goes.
0: Agreed. Good good promise. Let's see how the execution rolls out on that. We'll keep an eye on it here on the show uh as well. All right. Let's rock and roll here. What uh what are we thinking next for our next big story?
2: Next big story. The big
0: story. Big story.
2: <laughs> Uh, I don't even remember what in-app purchase providers are.
0: So, uh, yeah. Can you remind me? Yeah, so this is kind of my way of phrasing it, but uh, in the future, right, so let's say you go online and this Oh, so happens. this
2: isn't, uh, okay, okay.
0: Yes, yes, so my phrasing. <sighs> okay, okay. The companies that are the middleman for your in-app payments, so right now, for example, and we've talked about it on the show even, that... <laughs> If you want to buy something in apps like Etsy and other apps, um, you can use Apple Pay in addition to your credit card um, or PayPal integration in many apps. Well, Venmo, uh, the, the the payment For startup.
2: Stripe is a big one too, Stripe right? Stripe is a big
0: one, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Venmo, okay. now owned by PayPal, well, owned by Braintree, who was then bought by PayPal, um, is taking on Apple Pay within app purchases. You'll be able to integrate Venmo into your application Um, it's called pay with Venmo. It's available to select iOS developers now and will make its way to Android in the future. Um, and the way it works is as you go to buy something, you just click pay with, uh, pay with Venmo. I've got some, uh, pictures here of what it will look like. I'll put it up on the screen for the folks at home. Um, but again, it's very similar to how you would pay with Apple pay an app where it's just a Venmo button and you hit it and it just pays through the app, um, Another way to pay for users who are Venmo folks.
1: Mm-hmm. This is interesting. I wonder. Um, I feel like it'll be interesting to see how if this is at all. They're at all successful in this. Uh, like how they do on like the customer service. Front sort of things. So I feel like I don't know, I've heard a lot of like PayPal horror stories on the not on the consumer side, but on the the like business small business side where like you know people's accounts get frozen just randomly and mm-hmm. um, PayPal tends to side with the the uh, purchaser, like perhaps to an unreasonable extent so so people just get like totally screwed. Um, I wonder. I don't know. I wonder how that'll go for for another company coming into this. I wonder if it's, I don't know, just really, really hard to get right, or if so- it was something that PayPal kind of just <laughs> didn't do a good now, job on.
2: I use Venmo a lot, and it's it's almost like like a social capital uh, thing that keeps like it keeps track of who owes me what. And there are oftentimes, I think, that it all equals out towards the end. Someone might give me $25, and then I might pay them $25 two days later. Yeah. Uh, but I could see it easily transitioning into, into a bank, into a checking account or a savings account. And if you like, said, like, hey, you could put your money in Venmo, and you can pay it out really easily then. You don't need to wait for all this uh, stuff. And, we'll like, here's your interest rate or whatever – Uh, That could be interesting, and I see this as sort of a step towards that, where you think of Venmo for doing more than just paying a friend. Now you're paying the restaurant with Venmo directly, or whatever this is. Sports tickets, directly.
0: Mm -hmm. That would be cool. Well, and that's a big thing. Big thing we talk about here on the show all the time is the platform idea, right? And and the, the advantages to having everything go through one thing. Um... And so I, I, I think that if Venmo can create a system where you're used to... So whereas when Colby and I used to just go out to dinner and transfer money because one of us paid, now when we're buying those sports tickets through the app, we can split the cost easily because I'm already ah. friends with them on Venmo or purchase history or even the social aspect of Venmo, which I think they do better than any of these payment apps. You know, yeah, if, yeah. You, if you want to get excited about <laughs> sharing that you're going to a basketball game or something. So I... I Do people really, like, people do like it. Like, people
2: enjoy it. I'm looking, I have some pretty crazy ones. I was just looking through mine right now.
0: Did you ever see the website that does the drug purchases from Venmo? Uh, no. I wish I remembered the URL, but a lot of them are public, right? You can make them public. And so someone created an algorithm to look for, like, key phrases or key emoji or slang terms and then they have a, a running feed of every time someone they think buys drugs using venmo <laughs> so you know you know picked up some grass or something like that you know and then it shows how much uh, they paid awesome. and who it was oh it was <laughs> so funny but but that's kind of part of the fun of it right i mean we do this on twitter and we do this on facebook why can't we do it with payments i think it's a really yeah, to me I that's Venmo's selling point
2: It ha- uh, that's a that's a consumer product selling point. Right. People like the feel of using it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Except the people who like Square cash.
0: Do people still use Square cash? Those people. Oh, I don't think
1: real people. people
0: well, the, but those are the same people who are using cash. Snapchat cash and Facebook Messenger cash and they all no, have I'm, their small audience I, I feel let like, let I feel
1: like the, the nerd folks are very into Square cash. Yeah. Uh because it is it is, it is it is very simple. Um, I'm going to send Sean money again. On Square Cash?
0: Yeah.
2: Squash in. Squashin? No, it's not even here. Oh, here we go. Payments. Anyways, this is riveting radio. Yeah,
1: it is. Uh, Sean, I can't hear you.
0: Oh, that's thank you. I, that's I, I figured Sean's the glass... Figured the ice in my glass was too loud, so I wanted to mute the microphone while I was taking mm. a sip of my beverage. Um, <laughs> no, I was just encouraging Dan to send me more money, but um huh. I don't know. I just think good good on Venmo and and you know, I I'm just happy they're not being sucked into the um the void that is PayPal and and are still doing their own thing and Oh yeah, that's right. Because PayPal they, could they have they very them, easily just they? shut them down or Right. Or or change them or try to force PayPal into it. And as right. far as I know, they seem to just be letting them go. So, Because yeah, PayPal totally has a competing product. You can right. pay in-app with PayPal. Yeah. It's baffling to me that both <laughs> of these products still exist. So good on PayPal. I'd rather them keep Venmo than PayPal, at least in terms of mobile. Um,
1: I mean, I think... I don't know. At least in my mind, I can't speak for the rest of the world, but PayPal has some some like negative brand associations in my mind. Like, I don't think it's such a bad move to just let Venmo do its own thing. And like, I routine. I always remember Braintree owns Venmo, and always forget who owns (laughs) Braintree. Um, And I think that's great. That's what they need is that extra extra company of separation mm-hmm. uh, so I don't remember
0: <laughs> yeah very true um, cool this is exciting uh, we'll, we'll have to see and keep an eye out uh, in the future if you'll be able to pay with that anything to make payments easier I'm more than happy to spend money they just gotta make it easy for me um, let's continue on more news um, here in the rundown gentlemen what uh, anything here in particular that's tickling your fancy
1: uh, I would talk about either of the Apple things.
0: Apple, are <laughs> we can do VR? We can do wireless charging. What, what's, what future technology sounds more appealing to you?
2: Wireless charging.
0: Wireless charging. Let's talk, talk about,
2: about VR. It'll happen eventually.
0: Yeah, I mean, really, in the whole, there's not a lot to that story. It's just that Apple acquired some companies and supposedly has has a team. There's no idea of what they're. What they're actually doing with it? Apple has a lot of teams. Yeah, exactly. They, uh, there's probably an Apple toaster in a in a idea room somewhere. I mean, you know, <laughs> they they test so many stuff that doesn't surprise me. It it's doesn't.
2: What, it doesn't. The, the cool thing about the Apple toaster is it doesn't even have a toaster slot.
0: No, 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 no. It's because wireless. Yeah. It right, wireless. Right, right. to- you just no put plans. the toast on the counter, and it just beams radiation at it till it heats it yeah yeah not, that, it
2: reflects that. it off the ceiling
0: yes yes heat from the sun directly onto your <laughs> toast terrible plan um <laughs> so rumors report in bloomberg of course apple rumors we love them here don't we um bloomberg reporting that apple is working on wireless charging technology for the iphone and ipad and it may see a release as soon as 2017 now you may be saying to yourself Well, Sean, this isn't very surprising. Uh, Android phones have had this for a while. Uh, Even the Apple, uh, even watches have had this for a while. Um, Well, supposedly they're developing technology with partners that could charge a phone from some distance. Most wireless chargers you see today require contact, they're inductive, but supposedly uh, they would not require contact. So your phone in your pocket could be charging itself while you sit there. Um, But again, it's believed we will not see it this year. We will not see it in the iPhone 7, but instead in a future version in 2017. That the technology isn't quite ready. Ah, uh,
2: that's a bummer. That's what I really want. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Imagine if you could just put your phone on your desk when you got home. Not even, but not them. yeah, not it's even. Well, right? oh, I mean, not not even, but like in practice, that's what I end. Up, that's what I do anyways, because. I realize, like, I rarely use my phone at home anymore. Um, And so I always lose it. Like, it's always in the couch. I don't know. I'm, like, if I'm texting or something, I'm probably on the computer. And if I'm not texting, then I'm not on the computer. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's, it's, I don't know. It just works out that way so far anyways. Yeah, uh, but. but I lose my phone a lot, so that's why I started putting it. In a place like I have a phone place now, like I have a key (laughs) place, so then you can't. It's it's much harder to lose if you always put it in the same spot. (laughs) That's funny. That's
2: much harder to lose if you always put it in the same spot.
1: Yes. That being said, when you do lose it and you always put it in the same spot, it's much harder to find because you're you're out of practice looking for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Uh. Oh. Sean. Sean's faces. Is- no, I'm, 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 I'm
0: here. I was I was letting you two roll with the conversation, but uh but but I will inject myself. Can Uh-oh. you can you hear me? Oh no We lost we lost them. Oh no. What happened? Um my whole house's internet just stopped. All of it. The whole house is it because I've got two computers, an iPad, everything just froze internet wise. Uh-huh. And then it just kicked back on. I have no Fucking idea. Fucking automatic
2: happened. failover, man. What are you going to do?
0: I don't know. I think we'll just have to continue on. The show must go on. The
2: network is unreliable, the ne- as they say.
0: Man, if only we could do it via super small radio waves or something. Gosh, that would be great. Um,. We don't have the technology here in Western Mass, so we'll continue on wireless charging on iPhones. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's exciting. It's the cool kind of stuff I expect Apple to put in their devices ahead of the other guys. Um, wireless charging, I think, is is at this stage more of a gimmick than it is something useful. Um, and to me, wireless charging becomes exciting when it gets three things. One, I don't have to contactless. Two, it's integrated into everything. So I want it in, in my car and I want it on my desk and I want it in my house. I want it in on my toilet. I want it everywhere. Um, and then the third point is I want it to be universal across all devices. So my watch and my iPad and my phone and my Android device and my computer and everything uses the same technology. When they get hit those three things, wireless charging will have made it for me. And, and, and if Apple can at least solve one of those off the get-go... Um, and even and even if it just works on all Apple devices although I guess I'll have to buy all new Apple devices again <laughs> which they always do um, we'll have to we'll have to see what happens but I, I think it's exciting it's just, it just it's just it's 2017 and, and if it ever happens
2: my my dream is that no matter where your phone is if it's in your house it can be charging and then it's intelligently managing the battery life mm-hmm. so that it doesn't charge too much
0: Mm-hmm. Agreed.
2: Yep. Agreed. It knows when you leave the house, on what days you leave the house, uh, what your calendar is like. Mm -hmm. So if you've got something at nine, you've got twenty percent left at eight. You should probably start charging it. But if you don't have anything going on, it's probably fine to leave it at twenty percent. You can charge it overnight.
0: Yep. Hundred percent. That'll that'll improve
2: battery life. Like that. That is a way that you could improve battery life without having bigger batteries Mm -hmm. and without having some crazy technology advancement.
0: I agree. I, I think more has to be done, and um, you know, as Apple makes these phones thinner and thinner, they're gonna put at best the same size battery in, unless they do something really cool with the technology. So, smarter stuff's gonna have to be done. I, I, I hope this this is an Apple rumor that comes true, but yeah, we're gonna wait a while on this one, yeah. at least. I know. In the meantime, Sorry. you'll just have to live without a headphone jack. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. Get excited for that. Let's continue on. How are we doing on time? Even with that little hiccup, we can do one more story. We can talk about Xbox versus PS4. We can talk about LG's um, potential credit card or uh, Apple and VR, which I guess we touched on.
2: We, I can do the PS4. I was, I was, uh, I was surprised by this. It was a cool way that they found out, uh, how how they divine those numbers. Also, it was yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you wanna you wanna give the folks the rundown.
2: So uh, basically, it's about twice as many PS4s as Xbox ones. Is that yeah? Thir-
0: Thirty-five million to nineteen million. So just shy of double, but definitely okay. a big margin.
2: Yeah, pretty good. Uh, and they they figured this out by looking at uh, big video game publishers' uh, quarterly reports. And they would break down the games they sold by uh, uh, which console they were sold on. And then from that, you can get a pretty good idea of how many uh, units are actually out there. Uh, So, yeah, PS4 doing really well. I, I don't, I don't. I don't think I know anyone who has an Xbox. We know we know Tom who has an Xbox One, uh, but that's pretty much it. Even people who were previously Xbox people, uh, many of them now PS4s, so like Colby. Yep. Prime yeah. example
1: for Destiny. That's why I switched. <laughs> I still like Maybe. the idea of the Xbox, but I'm too in, in way too deep now. <laughs> Plus, plus, it's all that digital crap, so they got me forever. Like,
2: well, it's not like you'd be able to. If you had a physical game, you could play it on an Xbox One.
1: That's true. I mean, you could. I guess you could sell it for pennies on the dollar at GameStop.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been pretty good. I. The, does anyone else have any theories about why the PS4 was so much more popular? There was all that. That hullabaloo, right, when it came out about yeah. the, the lending games or giving your friend a game and uh, the, whatever, all that, have to have the disc or have to be connected to the internet stuff. But I suspect that that didn't really matter at all in mm-hmm. the end.
0: Uh, you, you know what I would wonder, and I don't have these numbers, but I would like to know how many PS4 buyers this was their first console. mm. Because well, I, my sneaking suspicion, because as we talked about, right, is platform buy-in, and right. I think there are a fair number of people. Again, I have no way of of, of backing this up, but I Good. think that, as usual on the show, <laughs> I, I think that it is a a at least a healthy percentage is first-time buyers. I would say, I would guess even more than the um, Xbox 360, PS3, and it's people yeah, who, who, it, who don't didn't have a history. Did they say
2: in here that? That it was already more than
0: that. I thought I had read that. Uh, we've had so many stories like this. I I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't recall. It's at least not in the story I saw here. Um, but I think. I don't think it's that the. I don't think it's that the the Xbox is doing particularly poor. I just think it's that the PS4 has gained a lot of market share in new subscribers. And I think. Again, I'm just totally making this up stay with me here but I, I think the saying. the I think Xbox 360 success in big part was led off of exclusives like halo and and some of the call of duty stuff and I think a lot of those halo maybe not but a lot of their exclusive stuff is no longer exclusive maybe to like downloadable content but who really cares um and I think I just think that what Xbox lost some exclusivity, and then PS4 gained in new users. And I think that's what's making the difference. But, I I mean, who, I, I just read an article last week that, oh boy, let's see, gosh. Last, last month, they sold, was it, oh shit, I wish I remember the exact number. They sold a stupid low number of Xboxes in Japan. They sold something like... In a, in a month, they sold, like, 900 Xboxes in Japan. <laughs> like, the number was oh. stupid low.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, just proving the point that... I, I j- <sighs> yeah, so do you, I was wondering if it's a marketing thing. I, well, I think it's bad press, and I think you're right. I think some of the launch mm-hmm. stuff didn't hit them well. I think uh, PlayStations had a lot of positive press yeah. lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that when you launch a video game console and your selling point is it's a multimedia device, Mm. I think you're going to just lose traction. And I I just, it was weird.
2: ps 4s bet was that there are video gamers and they, they really care about video games. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that conventional wisdom at the time, 2013 would have said that that was a poor bet.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, But it looks like they were right. Well, and, and I'll even back it up again and say history. If you look at, um, again, 360 versus PlayStation 3, PlayStation 3 had a flopped launch. I mean, it came out at a stupid high price. Um, it didn't have a lot of great games at launch. And maybe all the sales that they lost on the PS3, the opposite happened, and now they're picking up on PS4. So, um well so so
1: wasn't it flipped this time the xbox the xbox one was more expensive than
0: yeah uh, yeah not by as big of a margin but it was more expensive mm. and a lot of people didn't didn't think because it was the connect was bundled which they didn't see value in they didn't see value in the tv stuff um yeah and they didn't see why they were paying extra for a game that a device that played the same games really realistically uh, for the most part
1: no i mean i mean i think you're right like the the At once, the PlayStation was all about games. like It was like the next-gen console for the next-gen games, right? Um, And the Xbox One. There was all this other stuff. uh, And that's like, I don't know. It seems to not have been what people wanted.
2: And they had practically the same internals, uh, Mm. from what I remember. Like, the same exact hardware. There's no uh, HD DVD versus Blu-ray thing this time. There's no, like... Well, the GameCube, it doesn't really have as good of graphics, but it's smaller. It was, like, pretty much identical, uh, yeah. which is, an, a, it, you know, a good lesson in that sometimes your, your actual product may have very little to do with whether it's successful or not.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and I'll, I will throw one more theory out there, because I think all of these theories are in some way valid. One more. We know for a fact, for a fact, over the last few years, there has been a noticeable rise in PC gaming. Now, which of the two consoles do you think is losing market share to PC gaming? I would bet it's Xbox. You think we've seen a big rise in PC gaming? I believe so. I I don't have statistics Hmm. in front of me. Um, I think it's a non-insignificant amount.
2: Yeah, because one thing I've been... I've been watching uh, more... Twitch steadily more. Mm -hmm. uh, And all those games are... All those people are playing PC games. Mm -hmm. Uh, League of Legends, Dota 2... Counter-Strike Go, uh, and then just these random Let's Play people. No, they're not playing... Very rarely are they playing uh, a console game. There might be like a big spike when a new console game comes out, a bunch of people stream it, but then it falls right off. What you see pl- played more often is things like Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time on a console than uh, Fallout 4, for instance. Fallout 4 is not that high up on the Twitch charts anymore. Uh so I and you could be right. And I, I think that Minecraft had a lot to do with that. I think that there are kids who started playing Minecraft and they're between 10 and 12, five years ago. And now they're, uh, you know, now they could buy a gaming PC or ask their parents to buy them a gaming PC. And maybe they do. And maybe that's why XCOM 2, which is coming out, uh, is a uh, PC, Mac, Linux exclusive. No... No consoles uh, at all. And that's unheard of. Even companies like Blizzard are releasing all their new games on consoles, whether it's Hearthstone or Diablo or Overwatch. Uh, so you could be right. I never thought about it that way. That well, warms my old PC gamer heart.
0: <laughs> it does. And, and let me let me throw a, an actual statistic at you to, to leave some food for thought here. But um, it is projected by the end of this year, PC game sales in dollars Will exceed that of console sales. Wow, what games are people buying? That's a really. Is it actually great...
2: Steam sales that people are buying I... all these two dollar games <laughs> so and never any... playing them?
0: Yeah, I'm Just start throwing I... money at Steam. I'm starting to fall into that trap a little bit. The other day, what what they have? Oh, they had um, because <laughs> Biosho- Bioshock. Bioshock. Everyone talks about how great on. Bioshock is. Yeah, Bioshock. And they had the the three game bundle for like seven dollars, and I'm like, well, for wow. seven bucks, uh. I'll never <laughs> play it. You watch. Uh, they're going suck to sucker me into buying so much stuff I'll never play. I played all was three of them,
2: and the most recent one was the best. So Yeah,
1: that's absolutely true.
0: All right. Maybe I'll start there. can confirm. I, I, I'm just about... I played
2: all three of them during senior week.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> so, so I will say for PC, like, PC has a huge advantage over the consoles, and it, like, any game ever you can run on a PC like consoles. You can only run the games that they let you run. And that is not that many games. Like if you have a computer that can run it, you can have run the highest end games, uh, back to, I don't know, every single game that's ever been made. If you, that's,
2: yeah, that's sometimes true, but they you can't play Fallout Three on new computers. Even as really? of a couple of years ago, even in uh, during our college years, you could not play Fallout Three on a Windows uh, Windows Eight. You had hard? to be on a Windows Seven. It just didn't work, it just and didn't like work. they didn't upgrade the game. They couldn't. Up- no one's going to uh, update these games, yeah. right? So I the operating about systems that. have that's to true. stay
1: uh, compatible, and they mm. do oftentimes. But well, no, I guess like, to a certain extent, then that is true. But it's certainly more true than it is in the, in console land. Yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, like, and I, like I like, I, like I, I was just gonna say like a games I, I don't know if if any effort is put into maintaining it or or revamping it, like a games can be sold for a decreasing amount of money, perhaps forever. If Steam sales have taught us anything, yeah,
2: <laughs> yep, for uh, sure. And I, I, do, I bet that Twitch has had a lot to do with this. Oh if you yeah. Look at the popularity of Twitch.
0: Well, I, 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 will cheat and say I'm a perfect example because if you had asked me a year or two ago, would I be excited to be playing PC games? I would have told you absolutely not. So I, I yeah. think they're bringing in new, new markets in a way that the Xbox did when it first came out. Right. That was getting people into gaming who may not have been into it. I think PCs <laughs> are doing that now as it becomes easier to do and more acceptable. A- accessible. Well, I guess both. Yeah. So um, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, maybe just, you know, we used to always joke, we talk about video games, we don't know anything. Maybe by maybe soon enough we'll actually be able to, be, to have some kind of authority on the subject. <laughs> not yet, but we'll get there. I'm feeling optimistic.
2: That um, would be
0: nice. It would be. But we've got to roll into the next part of our show, which is picks each week. Uh, Each of the three of us come up with a pick of something that we want to share with the world. Sometimes it's technology, sometimes it's not. And Gentlemen, I will go first with what falls clearly into the category of Sean's weird stuff he's interested in. (laughs) Um, So you remember Vine, the app where 12 and 13 year olds try desperately to get attention in six seconds? Absolutely. All right. I've recently got back into Vine uh, because there is some good stuff if you can dig through, um, and a lot of really funny stuff. But I stumbled across this Vine app, and it is, or this Vine account, and it's weird and it's fantastic, and it has one of a new favorite thing for me, which is owls. Do you guys like <laughs> owls? Yeah, like the bird. Absolutely. You may not know how much you like owls until you subscribe. It's it's um, Koo Owl, K U U. Um, owl the account is k-u-u um and it is a japanese person um who raises owls in like their house um and it is a bunch of vine videos of owls just you know making sounds and being awesome actually if you're listening um on the video version you can actually uh hear hear their sounds um but they you it's super cool because uh, you can you can hear them and they they flap around and it's like God, they're so cool um, and they're <laughs> their just, necks are crazy they they yeah. are and they they got the eyes and they got the wings and the bird things and the and this person also has dogs that just show up and hang out with the owls it's cool <laughs> um and and they have videos every single day and it's it's weird but owls are cool and this is what I love about the internet If the internet didn't exist, I would never know anything about this. A random person in Japan who has owls, who for six seconds a day puts a smile on my face. Um, I recommend you check it out if you use Vine at all. And they have a Twitter account. Uh, the problem with the Twitter accounts, they tweet, text, and videos, but all the text is in Japanese. So hmm. not really helpful. But the Vine account um, is K-U-U, um, Koo Owl. You can uh, you can check them out. That That's, that's my kind of weird pick, but kind of awesome pick. So I, I stand by it. I think it's great cool. are awesome. Owls are awesome. Um let's move on to you guys. Let's do uh let's do Daniel. Dan, what a what a what a what's up for for you this week? Uh let's see here. Tell me more.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's this really cool website called So Far Sounds. Uh and what this is uh is you you get uh it's in many cities i assume i i hadn't picked it yet because i thought it was only in new york but that's because i'm signed in i have my my city set as new york if you look at the the cities that they have it's uh denmark and australia and the netherlands turkey india the uk uh, scotland birmingham like oh oh my gosh so many places mexico tons of cities in the united states norway and it is an app that where you get every so often. In New York, there are a couple a week. And it's even broken down by neighborhoods in New York. But you get an email. And you can sign up to buy a ticket to one of these concerts. And they're not telling you where it is. They will tell you when it is. Uh, and they'll tell you what neighborhood. And they're not going to tell you who it is that you will see. But it will be like 45 minutes. This isn't like a two-hour concert. So the idea is... Light commitment, uh, serendipitous live music, and where you're sort of you can't leave, so you can't just like poke your head in, listen to 20 seconds, then leave. You're there for the whole thing, Uh, and it is really cool because you you end up uh, listening to music you would not have listened to otherwise. Because you know why? If you're on Spotify, why listen to just some random thing if you could listen to what you know you like to listen to? If you're going to go to a concert, why pay $40 for a concert ticket or more to go see a band you don't know if you like or not? Uh, but I find that I enjoy uh, recorded music much more having seen a band play live because I understand a little bit about the process and the people and the context. Uh, and this is a great way to trick yourself into expanding your horizons. You feel obligated because you paid some money, it's not very much. Uh, and you go, but at the same time, it's not a heavy obligation because it's not very long, uh, and it's just cool. Uh, it's sometimes it's in someone's house, sometimes it's in a barn, sometimes they buy out a venue, and you're in like some famous music venue in the city, uh, in a, like a private event, uh, and there are all all kinds of music from rock and electronic to. Uh, brazilian bongo players and jazz and the solo guitar vocalist stuff uh so check out sofarsounds.com if that sounds interesting to you 209 cities worldwide so definitely look at it uh don't think don't think for a second that you're not on there
0: (laughs) super cool that's fantastic that's that's what i like about some of the picks on the show is that they're we, we don't just pick you know the mainstream stuff we pick stuff before it's cool so yeah um um, we're we're on the forefront of of picking, so that's that's cool. Check that out. That's a lot of fun. Uh, speaking of music, mm-hmm. Colby, you've got a, a music related. Well, also, pick they here. have yes. they have
2: videos on their website. So if you want to see what it would be like to go to one of these, they have tons and tons of videos from all different artists. That, so you can get a feel. They're very intimate, like twenty person uh, crowds. Also, that's the other cool thing. Yeah, how nice. intimate?
0: Yes, <laughs> intimate. Yes, <laughs> intimate. Mm, okay, indeed. We'll leave it
1: there. Colby. So uh, as many of you probably know, I like Spotify a lot. I use it. Um, It's great. I have this weird system that dates back to like the early days of Spotify when you could still like when starring things was still like a first class thing (laughs) um, where I would. So I have just to give you a brief like topology lesson of my Spotify library. Um, I have, like, my starred playlist, which is, like, an arbitrary number of songs that I'm into at any given time. Um, And I go through, so, like, if I'm listening to new music and I like a song or I hear a song and I like it, I'll add it to my starred playlist. And a couple times a year I'll go through and, like, give things the boot. I do, like, spring cleaning, so I'll get things out of there. And that's my, like, go-to playlist. So at any given time I'll just, like, shuffle that. And it's this, uh, a bunch of music that I, I know I'm into. Um, but so the other thing I did, or the other thing I do is when I clean things out, I don't want to lose them forever. So I keep a giant master playlist of all the songs that have ever been on my starred playlist. Um, and I did that by hand. So every time I would add a song to to the starred playlist, I'd also add it to this other playlist that I call the StarKive. Um <laughs> So that, that was, you know, it was all well and good. It worked out. It's like a weird, weirdly, probably a lot of effort for most people. Um, there's honestly not that much value in the StarKive. I do like, I've like my sister listens to it sometimes, which is weird. Um, but like, like whenever I go in, in, uh, in the car with her, she'll put on my, my StarKive playlist, uh, and it, and it tricks me every time because I'm sitting like thinking, oh, I like this song. Oh, I like this song. Like, oh, man, my sister has great taste in music. And then I realize <laughs> it's, it's my taste in music. Um, but in any case, so I recently learned that Spotify has uh, an Ift integration now. So if this, then that. Um, so you can set it up so every time you add a song to a playlist, it gets added to another playlist. Uh, which is perfect, one, for that thing. And two, if you're into the Discover Weekly p- playlists, uh, but are sad that you lose the music on them every week, um, you can set up an ift flow to like archive your Discover Weekly playlist every week. Can so I did that too for the same reason, just so I know. Can people see your recipes, Colby? Uh, I don't know, but if you search for that, if you search for Spotify and Ift, you'll find it. It was like I didn't make it myself. Um, oh, that okay. Was, that was something uh, someone else had made. The Discover Weekly one, anyways. I don't remember if I made the other one, but it was it was great. It's like like Ift and Spotify are a surprisingly useful match.
0: <laughs> Cool. Sweet. Yeah, checking out. So that's my
1: pick. Man. I guess also if you've never used if this and that, you should take that out too. <laughs> if you're wow. watching this
0: show and haven't used ift, I'm going to give you the old shame on you at this point. You, sh- you should know better. Um, so uh, so that's it. That's it. We've done it. Once again, 119 in the book. Stick a fork in us. We're done. Um, let's remind everybody, don't panic.io is our fantastic website. Uh, you can go there. Links to all the episode, Of course, links to our picks will be there if you forget what they are or just find it easier. We'll link to them there. Of course, audio video will be there. Um, at Don't panic show on Twitter. And again, subscribe. Honestly, I cannot think of a better way to get this show um, than to subscribe delivered directly to you. Of course, you can subscribe on YouTube for the video and you can subscribe for the audio on iTunes and Stitcher and, and on most major podcast apps and the RSS link Raw is on our website as well. So, do that um, quick plugs. Um, we'll, of course, be back next Monday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, streaming live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Don't Panic Show. Uh, we also have Game Nights, the the, the podcast we do um, all about gaming along with Matt Mariani. We're still in the middle of our Dungeons and Dragons adventure. You can get caught up and hear the latest episode at GameNights.tv. Um, And I'll even give one bonus plug to uh, Up for Debate, the show I do with Matt Mariani, Uh, our last episode all about, uh, we do bracket style, the best, well, our favorite Saturday night live sketch. Um, we have all of your favorites on there. We come to a grand conclusion. Our longest episode to date, it, w- it was a tough debate, but we did come to a winner. And this week, we're doing an episode all about the Super Bowl. So you're going to want to check that out. We we go over some of the weird Super Bowl prop bets um, and some of the classic, hilarious halftime shows. So um, that'll be fun. We tape that later this week. But, of course, that's up at TV. I'm winded from plugs. Anything else, gentlemen, um, for the folks at home before we conclude?
2: No, I am. I am really into this uh, Spotify Ift integration. I'm <laughs> God, scrolling IFTTT, through here. That's
0: the thing about Ift. It's so massive. Yeah, like it it's is. almost overwhelming. There's just so much you can do. It's awesome. Indeed. Dan, do you have a particular favorite Ift recipe off the top of no, your head? No, I
2: I don't have any. I don't have any. I don't have any active ones. Hmm. I used it once. I would sometimes use it to have semi reminders far in the future. But now my phone can do that.
0: No. Uh, I will say the one I brag about that I love is um, when you post an Instagram photo and you have Instagram share it to Twitter. Um, uh-huh. It doesn't show up as an image preview. That's right. That's right. That's so. Right. There's a great Ift recipe that. Every time you post an Instagram photo, it default posts it to Twitter with the Instagram link and it uploads it to Twitter. So you get both. So you get the inline preview Mm. and the Instagram link. That is amazing. So um, that's my little plug for your graph recipe. And you can check that. It's one of the like top 10 most popular on there. So you'll find it. All right. We are, we're over on time. So I think we got to wrap it up. Thanks everybody for joining us on this. Don't panic on behalf of Dan and Colby. We'll be back next week with more tech news. But until then...